0: Why? Welcome everyone. This is Danny Smith with Wild Seed, the podcast. Today I'm here with April King-Good. She is the operations director and facilitator for Unified Outreach Nonprofit. April is a committed diversion volunteer facilitator. She received her degree in culinary arts and restaurant management before transitioning to service-based work. Thank you, April, for joining us today. Hey,
1: thank you for having me.
0: What does your position at Unified Outreach entail? Oh,
1: um, I guess you have to pick one. The, as far as diversion goes, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm technically a volunteer facilitator, so uh, we are with the 25 to 35-year-old group waiting for one day to somebody drop a nugget for us and mm-hmm. let me have the kids. I want the kids, but um, we work with the prosecuting attorney. It was Anne, and now uh, Maria is taking over. She's really just a, a neat lady and, mm-hmm. and it's nice working with them. But we um, basically are helping people that are dealing with misdemeanor charges and it's their first charge. Mm. Keep in mind we're not dealing with somebody that's done this before. Yeah. And we don't deal as much with the um, drug and alcohol or substance abuse, any any of that. We deal with kind of straightforward one. And then as far as the youth go, we, do, uh, we started out years ago doing work readiness. Um, and that's not as, as useful anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not really how it... Work Writing, Yeah, uh-huh. you No know, doing resume writing and stuff. Yeah. Those are still important things, but now we're doing it online back, yeah. you know, back in exactly. 2012, I think. <laughs> well, I don't even want to talk about how, how old I am. Yeah. So. <laughs> it reminds me that my kids were little, but we would do you know those classes, and slowly they've evolved. So now we do stuff through behavioral health, which... Mm-hmm. Um, so behavioral health, we, we have funding through them, and we do teen mental health mm-hmm. as well as we do refusal skills, mm. and we work with still work readiness um you know still work preparedness I guess would be more the case now because um we work with they say underserved and you know I guess they are underserved but I don't so much like a lot of the terms that are used um I actually um like I told you I was in West Seattle myself as a kid yeah and I was one of those kids and I don't want to say I was underserved I don't I think that the community tried you know financial it's mm. it's it's the way of life you know right. some people are, are better off than others and it wasn't that I was underserved by my community my community really really did a lot of change in my life but they can only do what they can do with with what's available exactly. So it's, it's the money it's exactly. all about money it really so what means.
0: term would you use if you were describing these kids that you work with if you're not going to use that term right do and you know
1: that's funny I've been asked that because mm-hmm. I write grants sometimes too And I've been asked that, well, what what would you call them? I just say kids, kids are kids, man. It doesn't, you know, wealthy kids have just as many issues as kids like myself that were like, you know, living on ramen. Yeah. So, you know, mayonnaise sandwiches, Mm -hmm. but, but there's still drugs. There's still peer pressure. There's still, there's gangs are everywhere. There's still, you know, theft, you know, all these things are still, you know, everything. There's abusive parents in both ends. There's great parents in both ends, domestic violence. Oh, everywhere, especially in, in teens. People have no idea the domestic violence that goes on in, in high schools and kids that aren't even in school that are, are young. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, in all honesty, I don't have... I just call them kids. Like they're exactly. just kids.
0: So I don't really know a lot about Unified Outreach. Mm-hmm. I have looked them up, but can you give me, like, a little background Ooh. about what, who they are, what, what do they stand for?
1: Uh, Ed Dumas, who is actually the owner of Unified Outreach, as well as he owns the magazine, Vibrant Magazine, that The Outreach owns. Mm-hmm you know for me the outreach goes beyond me the guys are a little bit older yeah and they started the outreach before me mm-hmm. i came in back in '04. um i was friends with ed and he had asked me if i would do some fundraising so um the outreach i started raising funds for him mm-hmm. um and i've always gone back and forth because at that time i was a single mom of three i ended up getting married Mm -hmm. and moved out Uh, my husband was stationed at fort lewis so i moved out to Tacoma. and i would come back and we would do um the work readiness that's what it was called back then and the city funded those programs and it was so cool we used to do fashion shows we did talent shows because of me being a chef so i get to do cooking things with the kids Um, we cater any events ourselves we've never paid so we'd always you know, we could cater an event for 200 people with 200 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> the yeah. things you can do when you're in the kitchen doing it yourself, right? Exactly. So, um, you know, my contribution was that for years. You know, we always did the work readiness, and that's my baby because of my background. and well, I'm sure we'll talk about that, but my background with Southwest. Mm-hmm. Most of those programs, those kids came from, uh, I think it was Consejo is, is what it was called, and Southwest Youth and Family Services. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, SYVPI, which is no longer, but SYVPI was a huge part of how we were able to do those programs i'm so sad that they're gone but Mm -hmm. and then my husband had got out of the military and he was a cook in the army so we when was this uh, 2012 or 14 we went ahead and moved because that was what was best for our family Obviously, I was devastated. Mm -hmm. Um, My heart has always been here. Um, And then I would come back every summer, and I would bring my daughter, who now is 16 but was in the first grade. Mm -hmm. Um, We would come back third grade, different years. You know, we would come back over the summers and do the work readiness programs and I would spend all summer here. Yeah, staying at Friends, uh Miss Mac Fashion House. So mm-hmm. I used to stay at Carlicia's house in her kids' room. Mm-hmm. Carlesia had Aww. me in the bed and in her son's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> and but you know, she's always she's a huge part of Unified you know, Outreach too, by the way. Mm-hmm. She's always uh, contributed so much. And uh yeah, she's just an amazing woman. But I've been doing work readiness since then. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm doing anything right now, anything right now more important than the behavioral health side. Because I think behavioral health is is what's the the core of drug abuse Mm -hmm. domestic violence yeah not you know families not being able to hold it together or stay together there's so much so much of everything comes from the basic Mm -hmm. being healthy
0: what do you enjoy the most about your position kids the kids so
1: literally the other night we were at bolero and there was a kid just staring at us and my daughter isis who now works for the programs as well that's and she's like mom like why is that guy looking at this and and he looks over, and he comes over, and he was like, Miss April. But <laughs> I've known this kid since he was, like, 14. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's the kids. It's the, them coming back, and it's the seeing the growth. I just want them to know that they're loved. I'm here when they're 20. I'm here when they're 12. I'm here when they're 35. Mm-hmm. If I can help you, if you need something, I'm here. We didn't get a center until I think it was, like, to, uh, 2010, 2011. Okay. That we got the center, and then we were able to start doing bigger stuff with, like, for. uh arts and, and uh, for culture yeah um and the city and and different you know it was a whole different ballgame once we had a center but no diversion just started when I came back
0: Ed Demas, mm-hmm. he's the owner mm-hmm. of everything the uni- of everything okay <laughs> unified outreach mm-hmm. and vibrant, vibrant magazine, magazine. Mm-hmm. but you recently started working for vibrant magazine as well when you came back here yeah. is that like
1: it's really cool so vibrant magazine uh when I was in Vegas um it's so it's a free publication and of course it's free publication Who's paying to to create that, right? So we've had a little bit of a, a hang-up that we're printing, you know, everything for free. So I'm going to go ahead and probably start taking on some advertising, too. Back in the day, I used to do advertising for Little Nickel and Sound Publishing. Mm-hmm. But Vibrant Magazine is all arts and entertainment. Um, it was another magazine prior to. Um, they bought it from them.
0: Do you enjoy writing? What do I you enjoy do for the...
1: There is no greater lesson or education than new people. Mm. I say that, you know, I didn't I didn't have a great education. Mm-hmm. Um, I got. I told you that, you know, I got a GED from mm-hmm. Southwest Youth and Family Services, yeah. who are amazing. Mm-hmm. But in, in doing that, I didn't go to college I was 30. Mm-hmm. I still only have an AA. Yes, I am going back for my degree in social work because I'm being harassed. <laughs> but I don't always know that it's necessary for what I do because my work with the kids, I think a lot of times these kids relate to me. At first, they look at me, and they're like, yeah, right, lady. And then we start talking about the old high point. And they're like, wait, what do you know about the old high point? <laughs> i like oh you have no idea kid or we'll talk about the CD and I'll talk about like Sammy's Burgers or we live next door to Rogers which is now I don't even know red apple or something no actually I think it's like a rainbow or something so I think once I could talk to the kids and and you know you know I actually am from here yeah. you know they, they hear yeah. Vegas so they don't relate to me really at all and then they're looking at my platinum blonde hair and they're like yeah right lady it's fun going in like that mm-hmm. because then they're like what do you know yeah well let me tell you what I know so in the magazine I wanted to hit it from a different angle mm-hmm I wanted to go places that I will go. Yeah. I wanted to talk to the people that I know from years of, of living here before, mm-hmm. people that I've kept in contact with, and right. I want to know what y'all are doing. And I want to go to these things, mm-hmm. you know. And I have daughters, and I want my daughters to be active in their community. Right. And I think Vegas didn't have a whole lot of community, and they sure don't have a lot of culture. Mm. There was there's like areas pockets of cultural events. Yeah, and and maybe twice a year.
0: So, would you consider yourself artistically inclined, other yes. than other than art, like in terms of food, cooking, the culinary arts?
1: I think that I appreciate art more than anything. Okay. I think that I find beauty in a lot of random things. Mm. People included. Yeah, I, I think that. Yeah. I think that you know I can't. I'm not a great you know I don't do pottery and I don't paint and I don't make music and mm-hmm. outside of church I don't sing mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe in the shower yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean I uh I love to dance I love to go out and get dressed up but I love clothes yeah but there's such an art to those things
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and I I look at someone you know specifically like Carlesia mm-hmm. and I think how did you just come up with that? <laughs> but man, she came up with it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. I put it on, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm a whole new person." <laughs> so, you know, I think again, I just appreciate beauty to look at, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, because there's beauty in just about everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think beauty in people to me is probably my greatest life experience. Mm. I love
0: people. Okay, so I just want to switch gears and talk cool. about your culinary education. You know, uh, <laughs> okay. so you have a degree in culinary arts, and what inspired you to obtain that degree?
1: So I've been cooking my whole life. My, my mama didn't cook. Um, she hears that she's going to kill me, but not really because she didn't. Um, I learned to cook um, kind of for myself because I like to cook. And then uh, my first husband, my mother-in-law was phenomenal and my auntie. And I learned uh, a whole different kind of food. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and and it was really neat. So, um, you know, I've always, and I, and I always cooked, you know, I had children and I had a husband at mm-hmm. a very young age. Again, I had three kids at 21 and, and yeah. we had um, other children live with with us throughout the years. So I cooked every day, always, even when I'd go to work and I would come home and cook. No one else ever cooked. When I started culinary school, that was never an intent. It was never something I wanted to do. I'm always the one, I I cook Sunday dinner. Um, I used to cook Sunday dinner before culinary school, every Sunday. Um, But my grandmother too, as I grew up, she lived in Birch Bay, mm-hmm. and I remember a lot of times we would be sent to her house as kids. Um, you know, life was crazy as, as a kid. Mm-hmm. And we would always, you know, you get sent to your grandma's, right? Yeah. Well, my grandma, grandmother owned a restaurant called Bir- uh, Granny's Deli mm-hmm. out in Birch Bay. Mm-hmm. And my greatest memory is she used to sit me down to, in, the, in the same restaurant. She used to sit me down, and she would make dough, just, you know, the flour and water and salt. And I would sit down there and just play all day long in the floor because she was, you know, she had to work. She had to run a restaurant. And I remember too, that she used to let me go take, it was a lot of men, and I think they were fishermen maybe, I don't really quite remember who they were or why, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming because of where it was. But she used to let me go out there and serve them their food or get their dirty dishes. And they used to give me a little nickel here and a quarter there, and I thought I was rich. (laughs) I thought I was doing big things. (laughs) And yeah, so I think really, you know, she played a real large role in who I am as a woman,
0: Mm. I think. What's one piece of advice that you would give your younger self?
1: I think I would tell myself that the things that happened weren't my fault. I think I spent a lot of time allowing others to abuse me mentally and physically Mm -hmm. because they knew the things that had happened to me, so it was used against me. Mm -hmm. And I I actually do a lot of talking to teens about domestic violence because I was a teen, um, and he went to prison for what he did. And I think that... I wasn't in high school and well actually I was part of the time but he wasn't and I think that my mother was was dealing with her life and the things that she was going through and she was nowhere around and I had no one to go to and no one to tell no Mm -hmm. one to save me no one to to he, he was it I would tell myself maybe to keep some things to myself and not allow people to make me feel less than who I am Right Because
0: I really did Do you remind yourself that now? Always Okay
1: Oh And I still struggle with it I yeah. think, you know Everybody has weakness, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's acknowledging it You know, it's that, that You know you have to acknowledge it first You know, being funny But you really do mm-hmm. You have to know What your strengths are And what your weaknesses are And I um, You know if You can even look like at my Facebook If you look at my Facebook My family is beautiful I am so blessed. Don't Mm. get me wrong. But you will never see a photo on there that looks like anything's wrong. You will see us in matching dresses, matching suits, hair done, nails done. But I think I protected my home almost to an extent that it it damaged my family and my life. It, Mm. it, It caused more harm, I think. You know, my daughter was going through mental illness. No one knew. Yeah. I hid it. I hid it from my pastor for a while at that point. yeah. Um, You know, my husband dealing with with his mental health issues, his own father didn't know. Almost to a fault that I worried too much about what everyone thought. You know, and and looking back and I think, how much time did I put into appearances? How much Mm -hmm. money did I waste as a poor, single, (laughs) young mother? on matching dresses (laughs) to wear to church when they could have just wore whatever they had you know i wasted a lot of life on on appearance and i'm not willing to do that anymore
0: so what do you do to practice self-care you said all these things and i want to know how do you take Mm. care of yourself like what how do you pour into your cup you pour into a lot of other people's cups
1: i have to start with i think pouring into other people's cups is helpful to me i think that does something for me as well that was said to me at one point kind of as a rude comment That you know do you do things for people because you're doing for them are you doing them for yourself i think maybe some of both again for me giving to other people is a big thing i do go to the gym i've lost quite a bit of weight i have lupus and i just uh that just happened a few years ago that i found out i had lupus so you know trying to stay off medication comes with eating right comes with going to the gym so those type of self-care things i do you know at this point i told you know i told you i'm going through a divorce um, we've been married this is seventeen years, so in August will be eighteen years. So I'm struggling with self care right now for myself. I think I pour into other people right now, especially more because it's easier to avoid dealing. I'm not in a place where I'm unhappy that I'm divorcing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we just grew apart, it wasn't it it just was at a place where we, we've couldn't get make it work. You yeah. know, and everyone's like, Oh, did you do counseling and all these of course we did. We did everything. And I think there just comes a point where it sometimes it's just the end. I'm always somebody's mom. I'm always somebody's wife. You know, I'm somebody's friend. I'm somebody's employee. I'm somebody's teacher. I'm I'm I really don't know who I am when I'm not somebody else's something. This is that time. You know, I'm I'm 45. I'm still fairly young. You know, especially young for for 27-year-old daughter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and a grandson, I have a 2-year-old yeah. grandson. Yeah. But you know, I there's still so much life for me to to see. You know, I never I've never been on vacations and I've never you know, any traveling I ever did was because we just got moved around. Yeah. Like, I, I've been to Disneyland once. Um, I've been to Hawaii once. And that's it. Like, I've never really experienced life. And I think that's because my life was just being somebody's mom mm. and somebody's wife. So I want to know what it's like to be me. I want to know, you know, what do I like to do other than go buy matching dresses? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. I literally don't know. Uh-huh. And I know that so I can cook. I can throw down, undoubtedly. And, and you know... I think that even when I go in the kitchen now and I'll go cook, you know, for the girls, and I'm like, why am I, I, I don't wanna be in here. When I got that degree, I, I don't think we even finished that. When I got that degree, I got that degree, not because I wanted it, but because my husband was a cook in the army and he was getting ready to get out. So I went and got a degree in culinary arts so I could run a business for my husband. It wasn't for me. I didn't, I wanted to do hair. I look back and I'm like, you know, what do I do for me? Working for the Outreach is for me. These kids are for me. Yeah. Because when I look at them, I see me I see somebody that just needs somebody to say you're gonna be alright and let's figure this out somebody to help me figure out how I'm gonna to eat tomorrow if I come up here how am I gonna get bus money to get up here thing that I think I had mentioned to you I don't, in, in the little bio but his name was Aaron counts but I will never fangirl over anyone that's just not my personality but let me tell you when I saw him I saw him once and I looked over and I saw him and literally tears mm. and he looked at me and I said you don't remember me, doing this like I do he helped me find a way out he helped me to get stable he he really I, I don't think he understands the impact you know that he must have had on others because I know he he yeah. literally was was everything he still is he's yeah. everything to me mm-hmm. a good percent of the reason that I'm able to do the job that I do is because of that horrific childhood that I really did have because my brother was in and out of prison and or in jail now because he's in prison or because my ex-husband is where he is and and I think you know it it There's so much of me that makes who I am, Mm -hmm. but I spent so many years trying to be somebody different.
0: Okay, so what's next for you? What is something Mm -hmm. you're looking forward to taking on in 2024? You're already starting Uh, writing for a magazine magazine and doing all that. So what's next?
1: So we are in the middle. We applied. uh, So it had come up, and we applied for um, the juvenile hall. Mm-hmm. So the juvenile hall here used to be Raymond Hall back in the day. Um, my older brother spent a good percent of his youth there. So it's not Raymond Hall anymore. Now it's a, another you know acronym. But So they have basically what we do for, for um, life skills and stuff. They have that program available. So we just apply for that. And I'm telling you, I have been on my knees praying, mm-hmm. no exaggeration, because there is nothing I want more than to be in a juvenile hall. My first husband uh, is in prison, and he will never come out. And... We were young and I think, where where did it all go? Where did it go wrong? I don't want it to go wrong. And if I can be in there and just be the voice that the boys out here see me as. There's so many circumstances to so many things that happen and I'm not here to judge you, that's not my job. My job is to be here and help you get it right.
0: And do you have any other upcoming events or things that people, if they want to get involved and they want to help the nonprofit, they want to be a part of the magazine? So
1: we are, magazine wise, if you want to be part of the magazine, um, they can just reach out to, uh, you know, it's the April King Good on Instagram okay. um, or Vibrant Arts Magazine. Um, Instagram seems to be the easiest because I don't manage any of the websites, but I'm the one doing most of the articles. Yeah. And then our publisher is now, you know, doing all the work. Don't get me wrong, he does the work. I don't do the work. <laughs> but I do the work as far as the, the fun of going to the places, yeah. if you, you know, come across anybody that likes to write. And a, and a lot of times that can be high school or college age that just wants work. Mm-hmm. I have so many interviews that I've done that I'm trying to find the time for somebody to write up everything that I have written down mm-hmm. or have recorded Okay, because of my, my job too. I, yeah. I have regular work as well. Yeah. So I'm looking for an, an a, you know, some a writer of some sort or a couple, you know, kids. And, and I say kids because it helps them, you know, they can put their name in the magazine and say, yeah, I wrote this. Um, so that's the magazine. And as far as events, it's arts and entertainment. As far as the outreach goes, we always need help. We don't have a center anymore. We, you know, our, our needs are, you know, to, to have people that, so we need to, like city contracts, but we also need, um, we're always looking for people that want to get involved in and in help teach classes or have art skills because we we do from fashion shows and talent shows and that stuff to, we've worked, I've worked up at Beacon and, and we were teaching classes up there. I taught cooking to third and fourth and fifth grade kids that's
0: cute so yeah. yeah so up
1: at the international school and so um we do the the programming you, we do we do consulting mm-hmm. um diversity consulting which I think is a huge one yeah when you're in the city you yeah. need that exactly and I think we're really diverse ourselves mm-hmm. you know there's a bunch of backgrounds and a bunch of yeah. uh, ins. we're different so it's we're good
0: with that so yeah nice well i'll add all those to the okay. show notes so that people can use them use that as a resource i'm glad that i met you by you chance too. i know <laughs> and, uh, right a total accident and then kind of was like oh i need someone to interview and you just came to mind Thanks. so like i'm glad um, that you're here and uh, that we're doing this so. thank you all right y'all thank you for
1: listening